everyone. Welcome to the No Pressure Podcast. We are a dad and a daughter in Dallas, Texas, sharing inspirational, fun, and relaxing ideas to help keep life lighter. I'm Caroline, and this is my dad. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us for episode three. Wow, that's crazy. Every week, Caroline and I bring three no pressure points to share with each other and all of you to hopefully take some of the pressure off in life. I'm so excited to be here. I haven't gotten to talk to you that much in the last couple of weeks, so I'm really excited to hear what you've been doing. So what is your first no pressure point? Well, yeah. right to it. Okay. Yeah. Well, you Bring know it what? On. Uh, it might help us see each other more often because it has to do with simplifying life. And so we'd probably be a little more available. Ugh. These last couple of weeks have I been kind of crazy, haven't yeah. they? So... There's a uh, there's an author named Joshua Becker, and he also has a website. Some may have heard of. It's called becomingminimalist.com. dot com, and he started a, probably well over ten years ago. He just started a blog, and because he he decided he needed to simplify life his life. He was it's kind of a funny story i think he's up in vermont and his son was a little very young at the time and he was just out one day uh cleaning his garage and his son was in the backyard and a neighbor came by apparently and he starts talking to this neighbor and the neighbor and he you know he was a little stressed i think because he had all this cleaning out in the garage to do and he could be playing with his son in the backyard mm. And the neighbor was kind of watching the whole situation and said, well, maybe you don't need this much stuff. (laughs) So That's a good neighbor. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? It started this snowball, I guess, in a way in his life of just, yeah. And I mean, he has not stopped since just focusing on um this idea of minimalism not to the not necessarily it's not about you know hey everybody out there needs to become a minimalist but it's about cutting the things out in your life that are just getting in the way mm-hmm. of what you of really living and of uh being available more and so and being able to enjoy what matters so in fact so his most recent book this in case people are interested, it's called Things That Matter. So it's in the, that same vein. But um, just an idea. I mean, people might like to drop in on Josh Becker's website, becomingminimalist.com. There's uh, so much material there now because he's been doing this for so many years. And there are a, there's a list on there that you can click on of his most popular articles. And the very first one, I believe, is this one called How to Simplify Your Life. And it just has 10 points. And I won't elaborate on them, but you know what? I'll just, I'll just tell you the titles of these 10 points. Hmm. Because even just hearing the title will probably get somebody moving in this direction. Like, oh, you know, gosh, that's me. <laughs> in some part of their life. So 
Number one, your possessions. Okay, that's what he was dealing with that, that day that his neighbor came by. Yeah, that's what that's the only thing I think of when I think of minimalism. Yeah. Interesting. So Interesting. brace yourself because there's a oh, lot no. more oh, than no. just dealing with stuff. <gasps> uh, two, your time commitments. Like oh, your calendar. That you know. cuts me deep. It cuts me, Joshua. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Three, your goals. He's actually talking about reducing your number of goals, you know, mm. really calling there and focusing on the ones that matter most. Man, that'll take the pressure off. Yeah. Mm. Four, your negative thoughts. That's um, so good. Right? Wow. Five, your debt. Ooh, we won't go. <laughs> we, won't, <laughs> we won't get into people's <laughs> business too much, but... The less debt, the better, yeah. and no debt is oh, it's the, worst. the way to go. Um, six, your words. Mm. You know, kind of doing an audit on your words. Yeah, that's James 3, anybody? <laughs> Seven, <laughs> this, this will segue into some future discussions, I know. Your artificial ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get us started, that's people. That's on the top ten. <laughs> that's hilarious. And that's something. Um, eight, your screen time. Mm. I think everybody can relate to that one way or another. And nine, your connections to the world. Mm. Um, yeah, that has to do with distractions, I think. And then ten, your multi tasking just a little I, has, have you, has everybody heard this research indicates that multitasking increases stress and lowers productivity dude I need to hear that one I am the worst especially with the baby <laughs> I'll be like yeah. well I'm going to watch her but I'll also be answering emails and it's a disaster it should uh, never happen I bet that is stressful yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah, I trying need to, to divide. I need to go up on this website. <laughs> Me too. And learn. Me too. I'm telling you, it's I. Yeah, I'm really. I'm just scratching the surface myself, but I'm, mm. I'm looking forward to it. I recommend it. Um, his that latest book, Things That Matter. I've listened to part of it. Oh. I, I can. I've listened to enough of it to say, I think a lot of people out there would like it and would get a lot out of it. I know your mom has read the whole thing and loved it of course of course she has um so anyway i love that i like nate and i love minimalism he especially like if it were up to him we'd have like four items in our home (laughs) but we've really tried to not i haven't even thought of applying it to other aspects with with our possessions we've tried to implement it especially Mm -hmm. with like baby stuff and people think we're crazy like we only have two bottles we only have three pacifiers that's great but it's amazing i don't have a giant i don't have a bottle warmer i don't have like a giant thing bottles all over my counter i'm i'm a huge advocate for it it's so much less stress our drawers aren't overcrowded yes It's, it's way easier for me to have order and i just throw them in the dishwasher every time you know i think yeah. I don't know. Doesn't it make you want to just apply that to everything? Yes. Like, seeing how much easier my life is with her only having 
you know, a few things and she's so happy, it makes me want to, I mean, I need to do it to myself. It's easy to do it to your kid. (laughs) Well, like my makeup drawer. (laughs) But it really is so peaceful and your home is just, it's easier to be clean, I think. So. Yeah. I should, I would love to read that. Yep. That's cool. Me too. Mm. I'm on the path, I hope. So, Caroline, your turn. What yes. is your first no pressure so point? So, my first one is related to his, I can't remember what number, but the artificial ingredients. Nate and I normally eat pretty, like, along the Whole30 paleo diet. I mean, I'm not, we're not yeah. perfect, but that's what we try. Like, if, if we're at home, we try to eat like that. Yeah. And... Since being pregnant, just some nasty stuff creeped up into my life because it wasn't hurting my stomach. This all started because I had, I kind of have a bad stomach and struggle with having stomach pain. Yes. But over pregnancy, it all went away, and I was just eating, like, whatever I wanted. I snuck, All this stuff snuck into my diet. I was putting this, like, sugar-free syrup in my coffee. <sighs> And then something else was in there making it sweet. Yeah, something else. <laughs> and then I some not sugar. Yeah. And uh, then this summer we work out in our garage and it's 100 degrees in Dallas in June. And so I've been drinking Nate's like zero sugar Gatorades. Yes. And this weekend my stomach said excuse you i don't know who you think you are but you can't eat like i mean i was like in so much pain for three days Uh. and so i have complete i haven't even been able to drink coffee and but i've switched it all out and i've just been drinking hot tea and i just thought i needed to talk about it on the no pressure pod because hot tea i'm sorry but it is impossible to be stressed (laughs) out or like be mad at somebody if you're like sipping like Hot a chamomile tea. tea. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know why. It's just so relaxing. Like I'll be all amped up trying to type my emails or, you know, whatever. Rebuke someone on yes. email. <laughs> whatever stress the world is trying to throw at me. But if you're sipping your hot tea, there's just a calm. There's a has a calming effect. So I. Yeah. Um, There's something about hot tea, too, that almost promotes maybe dignity. You know what I mean? Yes, I feel very English. Right, yeah. I'll stick my pinky out. It kind of says, no, no, you have to be dignified and proper, so... Yeah. Yeah. You can't be, be like, talking trash to your mom and sipping hot tea. You just cannot, so... um, That's great. If anyone is just feeling stressed out, 10 out of 10 recommend get rid of that morning coffee and maybe have a breakfast tea an english breakfast tea you'll feel very posh and you'll be calmer absolutely (laughs) and your stomach will probably feel better i i love it i love tea i love i actually love uh green tea in the morning hot green tea. yeah you do and the yeah. Good Earth brand has a hot green tea that has turmeric and black pepper in it. So the black pepper helps you absorb the turmeric. Ah. It is so... I, that's what I've been having every morning. It's amazing. Like, yeah, you good. would love it. It's yeah. very good. That's my favorite tea right now. 
Ooh. It's like yeah. a little spicy. Sounds really good. Mm. Have to try it. Yeah. So I think that actually relates to your next point. Yeah. So I'm excited. Tell us actually, what it does. you brought. Yeah. So my second no pressure point is has to do with healthy eating. And I think really um, it's the beginning of a conversation that will be included oh. in many no pressure points. You can't get us to shut up about yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of... We love learning about nutrition. Yeah, and speaking of your youngest sister, Lil, mm. just finished a whole semester of a formal course in nutrition in college, so we need to have her on, don't you We think? should, yes. Yeah. I want her to do an audit on my diet and tell me. Yeah. She did an audit on one of her friends and, like, Oh, that's figured right. out the source of one of his medical problems. So I really, oh, I didn't know that For her part. class project, yeah. So your nutrition matters. People, I think when I figured out what was bothering my stomach, it changed my, how I felt, feel every day, right. you know? So yes. It's so important. It's huge. I'm, I can relate. I also have a sensitive system. Mm. And so yeah, I want to hear more about that. Yeah. Well, kind of what I did to start the conversation is I thought, you know, why? let's step back and kind of take a macro view of how people around the world eat and, and see um, what, what do they have in common? Like, what do what the different cultures around the world have in common that is healthy? Or, mm. or is there such a thing? And what, what, are the, what patterns have, you know, lots of studies have been done and what patterns have emerged and... It's actually not that surprising. Um, I have a couple articles here, but I'll try to just summarize what I learned from a number of articles. When I, I kind of, I just did a search on what are the world's healthiest diets and um, and looked for things in common. And some of these articles address that directly. So what do, what do you what do you see out? What have we learned? from kind of surveying the world and looking at places where people are the healthiest. Um, what do we see in common, if anything? And so everybody may have heard of blue zones. You remember blue zones, I mm -hmm. think. And I don't know, yeah. I don't know, uh, I haven't, you know, gone in depth on blue zones. I'm guessing that there's something there that's accurate basically the idea is these are places around the world there are just i think a handful of them where there are just these anomalies of people that live a lot longer than average yeah and uh they're scattered around the world and this list i'm looking at here is these are these are blue the blue zones and i think i don't know if there are more but um, this is this list Okinawa, Japan, a place in Greece that I can't pronounce. <laughs> um, I don't uh, know a, a place in Sardinia that I can't pronounce. Now here's a funny one: Loma Linda, California. Oh yeah, I think this is the complete list. I bet it is. I think so. I, I'm yeah, because there are not that many, so I, I can't imagine I'm not listing them all. And the other is. Uh, Nicoya Peninsula in Costa Rica. 
Mm. So it's really interesting. I mean, most of these these places have more people that are over a hundred years old than, than anywhere, anywhere else. else. In very concentrated spots. Very all concentrated. So long. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. Um, and really, though, the bottom line is the things I think most of us have heard over the years are what they have in common. Mm. Um, they, they can't seem to, you know, they eat so differently, say, in Japan than they do in California or West Africa or, you know, but mm. um, it kind of boils down to the same things whole foods in terms of the healthy things they're eating it's whole foods mm. and not very many processed foods mm. and um we'll get it we can get into more specifics over time as we look at these these things but that's a start right an emphasis yeah. on whole foods and not processed foods but the other interesting thing and i'll actually read this quote because this is This is what one article said. He basically said, this author basically said, he didn't seem see that much in common. He said, the only overlapping feature in most of these healthy places, mm-hmm. and he was doing a little more broad look. He was including a lot of different countries. But he said, the only overlapping feature in most of these healthy countries around the world is that they all walk way more than the average American Man. So really, regardless of what you're eating, if someone's walking four miles more than you each day, they're going to be a lot thinner and live a lot longer than you. Ouch. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And it's true, like, even uh, if you work out regularly, I mean, I sit all day on my computer, I mean, chasing the baby around, but... I sit and then I have a one hour workout. Yeah. Like, we just don't move. Yeah. Here in America. We do need to move more more yeah. often and more, I think. Um even I saw another thing a few months ago that talked about people who do their own housework tend to live longer than oh. people who don't. Oh, it is a workout. It is. <laughs> it is. And it's long. It's many hours, yes. right? Over a yeah. week's time. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Oh, it's a commitment. Yeah. So I think in terms of no pressure, the our theme, I think with the when it comes to nutrition, it's personally for me, it's I, it takes the pressure off. If I feel like I'm eating well, yeah. I'm not it it kind of actually stresses me out to eat sit down to some meal that I know is really bad for me. So me I, too. I hope that people can relate to that. Or even just going on a walk and ha- like eating something that you feel makes you feel good enough that you want to go on a walk after dinner, I think mm-hmm. is so life giving. Or just going on a walk. I like I used to work a really stressful job and I had to go on a walk when I got home from work because I would just otherwise would just be like tense but there's something about just being outside and getting that fresh air just moving your body it can completely turn around your day that's right and 
another random thing about walking, but I've listened to a lot of <laughs> podcasts about dementia and Alzheimer's mm. and they, I mean, I've heard many experts claim that if you'll walk one hour a day, you will completely eliminate your chances of getting those diseases. Wow. Like dementia. even more than what they say, like, eat, you know, not eating some bad oils and stuff contribute to it but more than anything mm. any nutrition the walking is incredibly powerful which i think is so cool it's that's so amazing cool. yeah yeah because almost anybody can walk yes almost anyone uh catch me when i'm 75 i'm gonna be out there walking yes <laughs> you never know Good. but uh, if real the Lord quickly wills. i did hear another thing i read not long ago was about a woman in New York City, I believe, who, you know, was surrounded by friends who had all kinds of intense workouts they did. Mm. And she felt kind of kind of outdone, you know, because she didn't really like to work out that much. But she yeah. did walk. She mm. walked around some park. I don't think it was Central Park. I think it was something else, but... She would go just take the same course every day. And it was, I guess, at least a couple of miles. It didn't sound like it was super long. I'm not, I don't think it was four. Um, and her doctor was amazed by her health. Like, wow. she had, for some reason, I think it was a cardiologist she, had, she went to see. He said, you're in, you're in fantastic shape. Your heart's in fantastic shape. You're like a picture of... Of health. Of health. That's crazy. That's all she did. That's so freeing, too. Like, it can just be so simple. Mm-hmm. Because um, it is kind of... I feel like it's there's all these trendy workouts and mm-hmm. pay $100 for a membership at this gym or what, you know, whatever. Right. And that's another time commitment, another thing. Yeah, but more pressure. It's so easy to just <laughs> go outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make you feel better yeah that's mm-hmm. great good points okay mm-hmm. hey we better keep this going and put ask pressure point two <laughs> from you no pressure point two. um my next one it was inspired by little mercy roses excitement over some roses that i was given this week uh-huh. by sweet nate um, which brightened my day so much. I want to give someone flowers this week because it just made my week. Uh. Um, but Mercy is obsessed with flowers. And if you take her up to them, she'll start giggling, uh. like loses her mind. And she wants to smell them like over and over again. I just put her face in them and she just smells them and comes back. I mean, it's like her favorite game. That's Um, so great. It's so cute. And the point, I think it just has reminded me the kind of quote, stop and smell the roses, which I know is so cheesy. But I have just been going and going and going with work lately. And um, with my personality, I'm an Enneagram 7, and I can just get amped up. I can have that morning coffee and go... (laughs) Till I drop, I collapse. And um, Bob Goff actually has this principle 
um, that he talks about called reading the room. Yes. And it's kind of that principle of just slowing down. And when you walk into the room for sevens, it's so easy for me to be just all about me or like, here's my mission. Hey, everybody. And be loud and, (laughs) you know, just chat chat everybody up but maybe I'm not necessarily listening and reading the room I would actually walk in and consider everyone in that room and how can I serve them what are Mm. their needs what would be beneficial to them right now um so this week I've just I've kind of felt myself just being on the I don't know the work treadmill of go 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 and really focused on like this is my to-do list and I'm gonna run run all over town and get stuff done and right that's just not even gonna work and it's really not helpful to my clients anyway so I think Mm. I'm just trying really hard this week to slow down and see who's around me and smell the roses smell see the beauty in every day and see what I can yes listen to so that's so great well i'm trying i'm failing but i'm trying that would that might tie into also the simplifying our lives some so that we have feel like we have the capacity to do that better you know like without not i don't have to be rushed because i don't have to do as much as i used to think i have to do yeah like what i really (laughs) think that is part of it too can you look at can I look at my to-do list and edit something like do I really need to yeah whatever it is do I really need to right I don't know I mean I want to do an excellent job but sometimes I'm pushing myself to also clean the bathroom today or also uh yeah update my website and maybe I just don't need to do that today right that next thing that next yeah you know um, your granddad had the way he seemed to to work that I, I noticed over the years was he would always have three main, seemed like he would write down or just have in mind and talk about three things he was going to get done in a day really? huh. those, those top three priorities if he got those done it was a good day it was a good day you know, three per day, every day, that adds up pretty fast. I love, that's actually how my planner is structured. Mm. I got a new planner. Mom gave it to me, actually, or you, you and Mom. (laughs) I'm pretty sure she picked it out. I have a suspicion. Yeah, that's what I recall. Or don't. (laughs) (laughs) That's great, though. I love it. uh, Like a to-do list, but at the top of the page, it says today's top three. Oh, there it is. But I haven't, sometimes I don't fill it out. You know, I just, mm-hmm. I, I get in a rush and I don't do it. So that's a really good reminder to use it. You may not want to box yourself in like that. I don't know if that's the way of seven. Well, it's important though, because sometimes <laughs> I do get so, I'm like a, I don't know, a rabid animal just <laughs> doing random things and I don't, <laughs> yeah. is this even important? No. I but I'm moving get, and I'm getting stuff done. I have a presentation tomorrow. You should probably work on that. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of yeah oh gosh we can all get really busy getting you know nowhere yes exactly (laughs) like i've done so much today and none of it mattered (laughs) yeah oh gosh what's your next point 
final point. Yes, my third and last today is driving quietly, I, mm. I guess is what I might title it. And this was inspired by a road trip last week. I had to drive from Austin to Midland out in West Texas by myself and I uh, decided you know usually I have music going or I have a podcast going or something going on and I tend to kind of push on speed and just you know like we all most of us may tend to do and I just thought you know what wouldn't it be nice maybe let's try it (laughs) to not turn any music on not turn a podcast on not be in a hurry Mm. that is a pretty part of the state of texas down there when starting out in the hill country and i just thought what what if i just have nothing on and just drive and watch the world go by and just kind of see how that goes because i haven't done that in probably years oh yeah I definitely haven't. Not for a road trip. Right. Because that's a five-hour drive. And my my goal was, you know, I was really hopeful that it would be such a great thing that I would just do that for all five hours. And almost to my surprise, I did. Really? And I never missed any of that stuff. The distraction. I was really surprised. I did not miss the music. I didn't miss... I just really enjoyed the quiet and the scenery and even just kind of observing the the other cars and trucks and um it was really neat it was just i and so i thought of that also just in town too since then i've been doing that here in dallas and it's just nice it's just a lot more calm and uh you know, you can reflect more and think more. and um, It just seems like a, actually a real real quality time. And it tend, you kind of slow down. It's more peaceful in a way. Like I've, mm. I kind of, you know how we tend to be, uh, I don't know if everyone, it seems like a lot of people do this. You get in your car and, bef- you know, you're rolling before you, you're already rolling and you're, you know, adjusting the radio and the air and, oh, oh, I forgot my seatbelt, you know. That's so true. Well, it's really... I've got my, I know which podcast I'm going to listen to before I pulled out of the driveway. Yeah. I'm a totally a distraction yeah. addict. Yes. And, you know, that's, that's okay. Well, most of that's okay. It's probably good to have your seatbelt yeah. before you roll. But Don't drive in. You know, yeah. to slow down and just really kind of, be a little more methodical about all that and I've, I've you know in reverse I'm going a little more slowly just not you know if I'm not in a hurry what's the hurry mm. and uh, like I was joking before we actually started recording about you know rolling through rolling through that stop sign a little more slowly a little slower <laughs> yeah it's so funny dad is the calmest human being on earth until someone like flips him off and then road rage bully it's like a different human being takes over oh it's been it's been ugly in the past i'm trying to do better oh no yeah he's not really not anymore but 
honking when people honk it really I have a hard time because and maybe especially any guys out there I think I don't know if it happens as much with women but maybe it does it causes adrenaline like when somebody honks their horn at me or even if someone else nearby my adrenaline I get this shot of adrenaline it's just like a natural reaction I guess so. It's just, you know, that does not go well with me. And But that adrenaline then causes me to get mad. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. It's a And especially when, and then, and then when I have that nanosecond to actually process it and uh, realize that there was absolutely no reason for them to honk, oh. you know, which at least usually, then it's, yeah. you know, it's just... Then you're livid. It's, you're like, yeah. why would you do that? Yeah, we could not live in New York City. We would, <laughs> right, right. It would uh, not go well. So anyway, yeah, I that I don't know if that sounds appealing, but I would encourage people to try slowing down a little bit with their driving and, and mm. quieting down and just in maybe maybe trying a a quiet, peaceful drive sometime. I love that. I think your brain needs silence to process what's mm. going on. And yeah. sometimes I, 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 oh my gosh, I'm the worst, especially when Nate's out of town. I just am always listening or watching or, you know, I just have uh. something on all the time and it's not good because I'll realize at 11 p.m. that I haven't processed anything in my brain. I can't turn my brain off. Um, yeah. So I really think that is super helpful and try to be better um my last point yes is from uh kind of well honestly i have to make it a mission i'm a fraud oh no i'm a no pressure (laughs) fraud because i try so hard but i put too much pressure on myself last week and i had a little meltdown on saturday so i don't know if i should i'm qualified to be on this podcast but i'm trying i'm here Uh, (laughs) yes i did i i let the pressure pile on and then i lost it and poor nate heard me lose it but (laughs) um i just was trying to do too much i really was over committed and Mm. so i think that minimalist idea the idea of applying minimalism to your life it's to more than your possessions Mm. it's probably something i needed here um but we are studying james in my bible study and Mm. on sunday which it was sunday morning that i like crashed and burned um we were studying james 4 and it Mm. there's a passage that james basically says to the believers it's so weird he says like turn your joy and laughing into mourning and sadness and he's just talking about kind of grieving our sin like we're so Mm. useless without christ like it's the joy of the Lord is our strength, but we're never going to be able to muster up joy. And I think I was just trying to do that. I was thinking, you know, I usually have a pretty balanced life, but it got out of control with some commitments last couple weeks. And I was just like, well, I'm going to wake up earlier and work out and I'm going to, um, Mm. you know, just 
I'll just get it all done. I'll just do it. And it um, did not work out. I mean, it, it's all fine, but just emotionally, I was so spent this week and my stomach was hurting. It was just like mm. physically, emotionally, I was just done for. Yeah. And um, I just, that was such a good reminder to me. That was exactly what I needed to hear of um, when I have humility to know, I can't do it all. I can't, I cannot, I need to say no and just cast my anxiety on the Lord, cast all this on God. Mm, Um, there's just that humility will take all those burdens away and give me the wisdom to say no, or just the peace to get done what I can get done. And then choose yeah. to have a glass of wine on the couch, you know, yes. just, I don't have to keep going. So that was, that's my last no pressure point is just take a breath and have some humility to say, I can't do it. I need a break. I need help. Cause yes, that's great. That's so powerful. Imagine that. <laughs> it's coming from a good source. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cast your anxiety on him. Yeah, I had to stop yeah. and say, "Help me," <laughs> which is hard for me sometimes. Ugh. That's that's really good stuff. Oh, well, thanks for listening to all my points. And every week we like to wrap up by asking, "What's one thing you're gonna do this week to help take the pressure off in your life?" So, Dad, what's mm. your answer to a wrap-up question this week? I think really to apply all the things we've just been talking about. Yeah, that's cool. Really, I, I'd really like to be mindful of all six things mm-hmm. and uh, um, really think about how to apply them all. Um, I, I will continue my quiet driving. That's a good one. I will continue that one. I'm going to, that's so tangible. Like just drive <laughs> to the growth, 10 minutes of your life, just do it one time. Drive to the grocery store without. Um, it can be, it can, you, I promise you, I can almost guarantee you'll be surprised by the peace it brings. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it tonight. I have to go to the print shop and I will drive in silence. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want you to come over for dinner at our house. Oh, well, I will. I am. <laughs> oh, but I'm going to listen to music on the way there. That's too far. <laughs> That's kidding. too much. That's 12 minutes. Baby steps here. Baby steps. <laughs> Three-minute drive. Okay. Yeah. 12. Mm, that's a little too much quiet. Dad, I, you know I don't like to focus on reality. <laughs> um, well, mine uh, is, uh, well, now it's that I'm going to drive in silence. But my yeah. other, what I was going to yeah, yeah. say, what I brought was I'm going to sit on my couch and I'm going to watch Jeff Morris flip a house after all my work is done tonight. I'm not going to do any work. After Mercy goes down, I'm watching Netflix. That's That sounds fun to quote that a, sound fun? somebody we admire. Thank you. That sounds really fun. <laughs> And so Jeff Morris, so I haven't seen this. I, I think that's think. his name. I don't know. It's a new show. It's actually on Amazon Prime called Hollywood House Flip, and he flips. Okay. Or House Lift. I think he had an old show about flipping houses, but it's really it's really good. And um, he's a really, like, famous designer, so it's fun. That's and perfect it's just for Look by Lena. Brain candy. I just need to turn my brain off and 
yeah, chill. Yeah, yeah, we need that. That's a great. There's another no pressure point right there yeah. for sure. I'm, I'm chilling. Everybody, tune in to a relaxing show every now and yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, Dad, I hope you are feeling a little less pressure than you were 30 minutes ago. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll be back with more no pressure points next week. Thanks, everyone. Keep up the inspiration, fun, and relaxation in life. See you soon. Mm-hmm.